This is the greatest show I've ever watched in my life. Do you guys want to watch this episode again? Like, we can watch this anytime you want. Like, I was moved by Bluey. (laughs) That's cool. It blew me away. (laughs) The the dad in that show is um, on the the road to canonization by the Catholic Church. So... Hello, Beatitudes. Thank the good Lord it's Friday, TGIF. Welcome to another bonus edition. What a Friday it is. Right? Yes. It's a Friday in October. The 13th. That's it. Yes. Spooky. Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, hopefully we all make it out of this one alive. Um, My name is Paul Kolker. I am one of the bro hosts here with Nick Besner. I'm Nick Besner. And Jeffrey Scheffelbein. Gates of Hades shall not prevail. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this Friday, the, the 13th. 13th. That's it. <laughs> yep. And uh, just a special shout out to all the Jasons in our audience tonight. Just yeah. want to throw that out Stay there. Stay inside. Yeah. Freddy's. Yeah. Any Freddy's out there? Yeah. Well, um, so yes, we are back for a bonus episode with Bobby Angel, who told us uh, a, a lot last time about his journey and, and about a book he has coming out. So make sure you keep an eye out for Gaming and the Heroic Life. That's coming out soon. Uh, but Bobby, I think we wanted to find out a little bit more. Uh, we heard about kind of your work and, and mission mm-hmm. life and everything that you you and your wife both together uh, are creating. But talk to us about your family life, the family y'all two have created. Your kids, Marty. We got to talk about your kids. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Doc. <laughs> That's this is, great. This is heavy. Yeah. <laughs> my my 13th birthday was on Friday the 13th. Wow. Whoa. I should probably leave now. That's oh, bad. That's, yeah, this is kind of creepy. I'm sorry. Kind of wild. Wait, is your birthday October 13th? September. Okay. <laughs> ah, I just missed it. So between now <laughs> and when okay. your show airs, happy birthday, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> So we welcomed our fifth kid this past summer and, um, yeah, just figuring out as we go. I come from two, so I'm learning as I go. And like, there was a point where we filled up a row of an airplane and you think like, okay, I think we're good. I think we're good. And then the Lord's like, boom, (laughs) three more, (laughs) three more than you're used to anyway. So it's been, it's been a ride. Um, marriage is such a gift and parenthood has stretched me more than the marriage has Mm. like the marriage has been easy it's it's just like the kids marty we got to talk about your kids (laughs) it really is like they just stretch you and being the introvert and liking my me time and not getting any me time Mm. even that's done even the toilet is like a team activity (laughs) yep dad where are you going can i come too (laughs) why not yeah put you to work Uh, that's great. And then trying to raise them virtuous, trying to instill. I thought you were going to say raise them virtually. I'm glad you said virtuous. <laughs> over Zoom. Over Zoom. <laughs> yeah. As far as I can. I love you. Stay over there. Oh, you're lagging. Sorry. Got to go. <laughs> you're lagging. Meet me online. So being Catholic and wanting, like, falling in love with my faith late in high school and wanting them to, again, they're all going to have their own journey. They all have free will. Sure. It's very stubborn. <laughs> yeah. Why, Lord, why? Yes. And the beauty of like, like you're kind of paving the, the, the way, paving the road as best you can, and you're just kind of shepherding them because it's like herding cats. So you can't control, but you have to like lead. 
and then you pray and you honor their autonomy yeah. to to follow and you pray and like, like to to walk that line between um like sheltering them because you need to like protect them for sure there is the call of a parent as a father to like guard what comes into the household from like physical enemies like bears yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> to like the nonsense of the media and I the kick internet them all out yeah all the bears yeah though they're a big bigger threat than you'd imagine in north dallas yeah yeah you never know yeah <laughs> when they, they wait for your guard to be down well that's true bobby mentioned his masculine soul on the last talk and, and helping men to find their masculine soul and i think preparing for bears is a good way to just keep forming that. That's it. Yeah. Prepare for the bears. Let's pray with that a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Let's hold hands right oh, now. Oh, all right. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's wanting to, again, shepherd them, like guard the house, um, yeah. but also like prepare them for the world. Yep. Like to not just be, we're going to live in a cave for life, but to form them. And it's all easier said than done. And it's always having mercy and compassion on yourself because... It's like, oh, I'm going to send all my kids to therapy for one reason or another. And because so much of like, if they're having a meltdown, if they're um, having like an outburst or something, it's not even their behavior. There's something going on inside me that I'm reacting to. Mm. Like, I can't handle your emotion. So instead, and so this has been a journey for me in, in knowledge, like self-knowledge and understanding, like and coming to love each of my kids individually because they're all so different. Yeah, and, and trying to match their crazy doesn't lead to any better outcome. Well, and I can parent one child one way, but that won't work for number two. That's right. Yeah. And like, the ages, what are the ages? It's essentially like nine, seven, five, three, infant. Yeah, nine, seven, five, three, infant. Yeah. Well, not only do you have them as different personalities, they're in very different life stages, even if they're tightly bunched together. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so again, and trying to be very like conscious with media and screen time for the older ones. Mm. But now the three-year-old's like, that doesn't apply to me. Yeah. <laughs> she just takes the Nintendo switch and she's like, my turn. <laughs> and um, I was like, oh, she's cute though. Like let her have it. And <laughs> it's, it's, um, and especially in the faith, especially as looking to raise them where with a love for the Lord, a love for the church, walking that line of like, um, like war, like authority with warmth. Like we do this for like, why do we go to mass? Every time we pull up to, to mass, it's, it's always this quick, like, why do we go to mass to say thank you to Jesus? It's not about the music. It's not about seeing our friends and like, all that is great and all that is good, but like, and donuts afterwards. Yes. And amen. <laughs> and, but, but it's always this quick, like, why do we go to mass? Yep. And, um, you just kind of like praying, like, again, you can, as I said, pave the road and you respect their autonomy and know they're going to make their own choices. As a speaker and a public figure is it as a married couple and as a man in these men ministries and conferences, are you getting a lot of men that come up to you and they're, they're literally just like, how do I get through this? How do I, how do I recenter? I mean, what are you finding when you're out there doing your work? I see a lot of young men in particular who are just scared of fatherhood period. Yeah of the responsibility, a lot of young men who are um, a child of divorce. Mm -hmm. So there's a fear of marriage as a whole and a like, kind of like a, like that cross they've been carrying of divorce. And, and then, so there's a fear of, of like a lifelong commitment that could never work. So we'll just kind of live together 
is kind of the best we can hope for. Mm. And then fatherhood especially is a whole other like, which in a way is a tipping of the hat I see as to like the responsibility of being a dad. But it's like, you're never ready. No. And you're never going to be like fully equipped to be the best dad ever. You just got to show up. Did you feel ready for an infant when number five came? Oh, no, no. I, to- <laughs> I, I totally forgot. I'm like, what do we do again? Because yeah. <laughs> it had been like, yeah, because we had, we were blessed with four very easily. And then we had three miscarriages in a row. Yeah. So we've also known many couples that suffer the cross of infertility, of miscarriages, of friends who've lost a baby like very far along, like seven months in, to one friend who lost like she was past the due date. Yep. And something horrible happened and they lost. And so I'm very keen of like every life conceived is a miracle. Getting out of the womb is a miracle, let alone the next 18 years. Yeah. God help us all. (laughs) Um, So, but just that like, you're never ready for fatherhood and it is the most exhausting and beautiful gift the Lord will ever call you to. And, and the child is the father of the man. Like I have had to grow up so much in having kids. That's, that's a beautiful. that's a GK Chesterton quote, I think, right? The, I think it's Wordsworth or Wordsworth. Okay, yeah, who Chesterton stole, who I stole. <laughs> so there's gonna be people years from now saying, "Isn't that a Bobby Angel right, quote?" Yeah. Bobby Angel he was said on the that. Beatitudes <laughs> yeah. one time. That that one time, they never had him back. <laughs> no, but that's a great image, though, too, right? Yeah, is that we're all sort of. Um, our, our child has to essentially, our inner child, I should say, has to parent the adult that we become in a lot of ways. And so, I mean, mm. in theory, ideally, our parents help us with that process. That's that's part of that journey. But then still, ultimately, we all have to do that growing up ourselves, and, and that can be scary. Well, my wife and I have done ministry mostly to youth, young adults, but we've been doing more adult and even like older adult ministry here and there. And I mean, it's the same wounds yep. that mm. a 16 year old is carrying that a 60 year old is carrying. Yeah. Wow. It's still that like thinking I need to earn the father's love Yep. Mm. where my dad never told me he loved me. And you're still kind of chasing that. And you haven't reconciled that with and my projecting that onto God, the father. If I do enough rosaries, if I show up enough, if I, yeah, I just want to be accepted. I just want to be accepted by dad. Do you know a uh, couple of things that jump out at me? One of them's probably pretty crazy, but um, the first one is the other day I have three little boys. They're like a pack. In fact, I call the oldest one the leader of the packs because his name's Pax. And um, <laughs> so they're like doing all this crazy stuff. And I'm like, stop, this doesn't stop. You know, like I told you, blah, blah. And my eight-year-old comes up and says, dad, you know, they're just little boys. They really can't do everything you're saying. And I go, What? She goes, it's what you tell me whenever I'm frustrated with them. So maybe we should settle down and realize they're just little boys. I was like, you're so smart. So So I stop and I kneel down and I'm like, give me a hug. Thanks for taking care of dad. That's when when the the eight-year-old slid the glass of whiskey. (laughs) You're doing okay. Yeah. You're doing okay, man. Dad, you want to join me? (laughs) Uh, Here's another one for you. You ever watch the show Bluey? Yeah, I try not to. Okay, I thought like this <laughs> no, show he, was going to be terrible. He dad shames me, so I try to. <laughs> Bluey is amazing, and there's an episode, and I'm walking through an. Is this a kid show? Yeah, it's an Australian show okay. about some sort of animals, and there's a dogs, dogs. right? Yeah. <laughs> Get it right. I don't understand accents, <laughs> and so there's a father, mothers, and then two little kids that are different genders—a male and a female dog, kids. Yeah. Anyways, pups. 
Yeah. There's an episode and Amanda's like, stop, do you hear this? And they're playing, oh God, beyond all praising. Yep. And I'm like, what? So my kids watch, those are very short shows. So I watched some of it the other day and the little kid is in a dream and she's staring at the sun or the orbit or whatever it is. And this being says, I'll always be here for you even when you can't see me. And she falls back asleep and rests in it and is playing, oh God, beyond all praising. And I said to my kids, this is the greatest show I've ever watched in my life. Do you guys want to watch this episode again? Like, we can watch this anytime you want. Like, I was moved That's yeah. cool. by Bluey. <laughs> That's cool. It blewy me away. <laughs> right? The, yep. The dad in that show is um, on the, the road to canonization. So our parish, and i never seen this done before, will have a night, uh, like a liturgy devoted to children who have been miscarried yeah um like and and it is powerful and you see like all these families that come for this night that are kind of carrying this not like broadcasting it but it's just kind of like you too like you too and they have candles that when you walk in and you can take a candle and you write the name of your child on the candle oh, wow and during the the mass um it's just one of those like in that that spirit and and i've been like moved to tears just in to take our kids too to realize like yep. you have three more siblings yep. and um <clears throat> and and some of the words of that liturgy where it's like you'll you will meet them again one day it just like destroys me i think that's powerful i love that witness for your whole family and to be able to connect in a community and i wish every parish would do that kind of stuff i mean the the children's gardens that exist in some parishes, uh, a night of liturgy. Yeah, for it's, it's for families who've lost a child. So it invites like miscarriages, parent, parents whose children's who, whose ch uh, child has died. Yep, I got it. And well, it's because it's it's what we believe, and it's yeah. it's so easy to think like, yeah, I have five here on earth, and just kind of. That like just this is the only thing that's real, right? No, what's in front of me? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. not just in the material realm. Bobby, like that that soul was created. Amen. I've got a I've got a question that you may have come across in your men's ministry work. I don't know, um, but somebody that I know was recently saying like, oh, you know, we've had one kid and we're, I think we th I think we're done. And I'm just like, I don't have the words to be like that's such a gift and you could do, you could multiply that. And like, what should I say? What, what do I, what do I tell somebody like that? That like helps, like I, I, I'm not good in that moment. I want to be better. I think timing is everything. Yeah. So there's certain times that that information is thrown upon you. It's sure. not necessarily prudent to sure. Sure. right then and there, give them a pamphlet Sure. on <laughs> The moral evil of vasectomies and but like in in tampa i swear there was like it was like vasectomy capital because i drive through the, the the highway and there'd be like five billboards oh, wow of like vasectomy services and it's just like this is so sad like the generations like the family tree that existed to get you here to existence <laughs> and to be like just sawing off that branch be like nope nope and again people have different like stages of awareness they're in with sure, this. Sure. When you have hammered into us, like be responsible, like protect yourself, like around the issues of sex, like, yeah. And that's equated with condom, um, 
contraception, sex sure. meets, like protect yourself because children are like bears. Like protect yourself. Like, yeah. like, yeah. It, like caked in is because like because they're expensive. Like, okay. I, yeah. caked into it is like this is a burden. This yeah. is a, a yeah. cramping of my lifestyle versus yep. the great gift and blessing of children, which has as they've been understood for generations and generations. Um, so I'd say prayer and fasting and, um, to ask the Holy spirit to give the right time, uh, for that, a conversation like that to happen. There's also like the third party evangelism where you can send a, a talk or, you know, they used to have like CDs you mm-hmm. hand to someone. Yeah. You should uh, try that. You should try that <laughs> until someone gave me a CD of Vin, uh, Vin Scully. No, who is Notre Dame? Um, the Notre Dame coach, Lou Holtz. Lou Holtz praying the rosary, mm. which was a one a delight in itself. But <laughs> it was a CD of him, and I he, they gave it to me, and I didn't pop it in for like six months. And then when I went to go, I, I you know might as well, the, my car didn't have a CD player. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, what the? Yeah, it what? took me months and months before I realized that. Um, it can be like, hey, I, this came up in conversation a while ago, I just wanted to share this with you. Yeah. Like there's ways to do it instead of coming out the gate of, especially if they're not Catholic, if they don't. Sure. Um, but just to under like have a difference of opinion. And I guarantee you the guy will, if you're not coming at it from a wag the finger moralizing standpoint sure. of just like, I think you're a great dad. Like, I think like, mm. I know kids are a lot, but you're great at it. And, and I think sometimes we just don't have enough men building each other up Yeah, in that regards. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Good answer. I'm like in my brain here because I was at a major Catholic conference and a major Catholic leader told me, I say major Catholic, he runs a big Catholic apostolate. And he was like, yeah, we got three kids. I heard you got a bunch. Yeah. My wife wants me to get snipped. I'm probably going to do it. And I'm like staring with my eyes wide open. Like, is this? Are you, do you know where you are right now, first yeah, of all? Yeah, wow. And so my play in that wasn't any answers. I just go immediately to all of the joy of my kids and how yeah. yep. I have no control in the most beautiful way. So that's not my answer to anybody other than like listening to you guys talk right now. I was yeah. like having this flashback of, I mean, I had somebody ask me if they should work at that organization in the last month, not knowing that I had all this insider. I'm like, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of 50 50. <laughs> Again, it, it's just um, kind of the, the poverty of our, our time. Yep. And kids are a lot of work. Yeah. 110%. Um, but the joy, you know, and if the Lord has deemed it that I, that we as a family, we should receive another life, it's like, who am I to say no to that? Yep. In my mind, again, we'll we'll run to the finances, we'll run to the logistics of, of how are we going to make this work? Do we need a bigger car? Like, Yep. I go to these things instead of like praying for this kid. And in those miscarriages we've had, it's it's been like such a punch in the gut where it's like, I got so worried about the material things. Mm. And then that life was gone. Wow. Yeah. And like, I didn't pray for him. Yeah, who cares about for, the like, car? Who cares about yeah, the finances? It was, that was yep. kind of like the, oh, um, like, so as I, as I said earlier, um, like that, that call to fatherhood, the call to motherhood, like, yeah, it's scary. It's a lot. But, I mean, we, we find ourselves in being a gift of ourselves. Amen. Amen. I look forward to the day that we get to reunite with all of the lost children, uh, everybody who came before us in those family trees, 
and we will all uh, celebrate that glorious reunion together. But until then, see see you in the Eucharist. God bless. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to join us at our undersized table, subscribe to the video version of the show on YouTube by typing at, that's the symbol at, so shift and two on your keyboard, at the underscore Beatitudes on YouTube. We'll see you there. This podcast is part of the Spoke Street Network. For more great podcasts, visit Spokestreet.com.